Welcome to Grasp 21 in our verse of the week for July 4th, 2021 is John chapter 1 and verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. There's a contrast here between verse 11 and verse 12. And it's with the last phrase of verse 11 that reads, who received him not. Whereas verse 12 begins with, as many as received him. So in verse 11 is those who received him not. Verse 12, it's those who did receive him. Let's look carefully for a moment at the description which is given of those who did receive him. Number one, they believed in his name. The name of the Son, according to Matthew 1.21, is Jesus. This is a God-given name for Christ. The authority of this name is supreme. According to the Apostle Peter, in Acts chapter 4 and verse 12, neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The name of Jesus, according to Peter, is the only saving name. Secondly, to believe in his name is important because this Jesus instructed that remission of sins should be preached in his name and according to Luke chapter 24 and verse 47. This was not just a local message for the Jew only, but rather his name was to be declared among all nations, according to this verse. Universally, the name of Jesus is the only name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And according to Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, Water baptism in Jesus' name was administered for the remission of sins, as Jesus said in Luke 24, 47. The call for repentance and baptism, according to the Apostle Peter in Acts 2, 38, was to every one of you. In the context of John 1, those who do not believe on his name receive him not. Those who do believe on his name receive him. And Jesus gives those who receive him the power to become the sons of God. Those who receive him and believe on his name are those also, according to verse 13, who are born of God. The writer John is not speaking of the natural birth, as you can tell by the reading of that 13th verse but rather the spiritual birth, as Jesus explains in John 3 to Nicodemus. Verse 5 of John 3, Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, 
he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That would be natural birth. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. In Acts 2, those that gladly received the words of Peter were baptized, according to verse 41. No doubt, they were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, as they had just been instructed by Peter three verses earlier. In addition, there was the promise in Acts 2 of the gift of the Holy Ghost, verses 38 and 39. This aligns perfectly with Jesus' teaching in John 3 to Nicodemus on being born of water and of the Spirit and to the context of our verse of the week of John 1, 12, that those who believed on his name would be born of God. To be born of God is a result of receiving him and believing on his name, but it is not synonymous with them. Water baptism is a definite act of faith and obedience and receiving the Spirit, although related, yet is another step in being born again or born of God. Now, some have stated that chapter 1 of John, verse 12, when speaking of becoming the sons of God, alludes to the opportunity for a change of status. That is certainly true, because receiving and believing his name are stepping stones toward the full salvation experience made possible by the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yet in the context of John 1, 12 and 13, John writes of them as the ones who have already been born of God. They had already received, believed, and been born again, thus already receiving their status change as sons of God. Now, the way I view this power to become the sons of God in verse 12 is it is the God-given ability given through His Spirit to the believer to be led by the Spirit, as found in Romans 8.14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. By the way, that's next week's verse. Further, Galatians speaks of walking in the Spirit, living in the Spirit, and bearing the fruit of the Spirit. This, my friend, is the power to become the sons of God in this life. In the life to come, as we learned last week, we are heirs to eternal life. The song of the week is entitled, I Love My Savior Too. It reads like this, Jesus, my heavenly King, loves me, I know. Praises to him I sing, onward I go. Closely to him I cling, blessings still flow. I love my Savior too. Verse number two of this song, walking with him each day. Love light does shine. Doing his will all way, never repine. Kneeling to him I pray, thy will, not mine. 
I love my Savior too. I love my Savior. He loves me too. I seek his favor in everything I do. Let's pray together. Jesus, I am thankful today for the new birth experience. I am thankful for being baptized in water in Jesus' name and baptized with the Holy Ghost. I realize by your word that when I received that great gift of the Holy Ghost, that I was endued with power from on high. I know that you have imparted the power to become the sons of God to all who receive this great experience. What a change you make in our lives. Lord, help us to walk in the Spirit so we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh and to manifest that fruit of the Spirit in our lives each and every day. With your help, Lord, our lives can and will bring glory to your name. We ask for your help that your will be done through us. In Jesus' name, amen. One church, one God, one gospel. Southern Oaks United Pentecostal Church.